You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hello, I'm Dallas Johnson, the instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association, and we are approved by the Georgia Used Motor Vehicle Dealer Board to provide your dealer license training. And thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I want to give you a quick explanation of the differences between a retail dealer license, a wholesale dealer license, and a broker license. First of all, if you want to find out how to get your license, just go to the very top of the website, click on Get Licensed, and if you're interested in taking that pre-license course, click on the class schedule. Uh, we do give classes all over the state. We give them in Atlanta, Valdosta, Savannah, uh, Macon, and Columbus, and Augusta. So uh, hopefully you'll be able to find a location that is close to you. But before obtaining any type of dealer's license, you definitely need to know the difference because if you're doing things with a license that's not allowed, uh, the state is either going to find you, possibly suspend your license, or possibly even revoke your dealer license permanently. So when you get into this industry, you're going to find it is a very lucrative industry. And we do have a tight set of regulations because it is a lucrative industry. Any lucrative industry is going to have a lot of oversight by state regulatory agencies, such as having a dealer's license. So one thing I also want you to be aware of, you know, you never want to get like a fine or suspension from the state because then you become a blip on the motor vehicle dealer board's radar. And what I mean by that, if they hear your dealership name because of a lot of customer complaints and things like that, then then you're on the radar. And, you know, they're really going to find out if you're breaking rules and, and not following rules and regulations and guidelines. So one of the best pieces of advice I can give you is to fly under the radar. You do not want to become a blip on the Georgia Used Motor Vehicle Dealer Board's uh, radar, so it's going to be best if they never hear about your name, say, for example, from an unhappy customer. You do not want customers complaining to the board, and you do not want to bring attention to your dealership by breaking state laws. The best thing you can do is maintain compliance, and obviously compliance is following every Georgia state law, rule, and guideline. Uh, we're tightly regulated, and you know there are a few folks that have gotten a dealer license to run criminal enterprises, so... Now the laws have been tightened for us, the ethical dealers that are running legitimate businesses in the state of Georgia. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. First of all, I want to talk about a wholesale license, and I want you to be very aware. The state of Georgia doesn't really have a wholesale license, but you can rent like a wholesale license from another state. So I want to talk about that. The main two licenses in the state of Georgia are a used motor vehicle license, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, and a used motor vehicle license with a broker endorsement. However, there is such a thing called a wholesale license in other states. So I want to talk about that real quick here. Uh, you know, a wholesale license allows you to get into dealer auctions, but you cannot sell to the general public. Many of you I know want to get a dealer's license with a sole intent to get into dealer auctions so you can buy vehicles at wholesale, and a wholesale license does allow you to get into licensed uh, to dealer auctions, but you can only sell to other licensed dealers. Now, I know you see these ads all the time for companies that will get you a wholesale license in their state that allows you to have one or two dealer plates so you can get into dealer auctions. And now I'm not slamming this process at all, but I have received calls from all over the country from law enforcement officers, say, for example, that want to know why somebody uh, in Georgia has an Idaho dealer license plate. I've gotten calls from Ohio uh uh, law enforcement officers wanting to know why someone's got a Wisconsin plate and they're calling me. Why, why, you know, why are you calling me? Anyway, when you have a vehicle with a dealer license plate that comes from another state that does not border the state of Georgia, you're bringing attention to yourself by local law enforcement officials. And I'm not saying it's illegal by any means, but many states allow law enforcement to pull you over when you're driving a vehicle with a dealer plate. Even if the dealer plate is from the state of Georgia, a, you know, a, a Georgia State Patrol officer might pull you over. 
So they can pull you over in your own state with your own dealer license plate, and they will certainly pull you over with a dealer plate from another country. So, you know, I know the state patrol, uh, you know, if they see you driving down I-75 with a New York dealer plate or a California dealer plate, they're probably going to pull you over. And as I stated, this is not illegal, but hopefully you bought that vehicle at an out-of-state auction and you're delivering it, say, to, for example, to your dealership. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. And while we're talking about this process, I've seen several states that have actually changed their laws. So you got a lot of states... That will that in the past would allow a company to come in and rent this huge building, and then they would get dealer's license for out-of-state residents. Now, that's changed dramatically. So I've seen state laws specifically change to prevent this process. And I've seen the states of Illinois, Missouri, Washington, Texas, Ohio, Oregon, and many other states change their laws specifically to prevent a company from obtaining wholesale dealer licenses for out-of-state residents. If you're currently holding a license from another state that you don't live in, be sure to follow that state's bills that are being introduced in the state's legislature because it is a nationwide trend to ensure if you hold a dealer license in a specific state, you must be a resident of that state. Say, for example, right here in Georgia. You know, if you want to get a Georgia dealer license, someone on this license has to have a Georgia uh, uh, ID or have to be a resident of Georgia. So the state of Georgia is not allowing all these out-of-state you know, residents to come in and get a Georgia broker license, which we're going to talk about here in just a moment. So for a while, you know, the state of of Washington actually outlawed all wholesale licenses, which really eliminated the entire wholesale business in the state of Washington. They did finally revise that law later and allowed someone with the Washington driver's license to hold a wholesale license, but it no longer allows license holders to hold a Washington dealer license if they live in another state. I watched a case in Ohio where a company was running 50 dealer licenses out of the same building, but the state law only allowed two. So they immediately shut that down. I once saw a company from Indiana that was running a huge location in Missouri with over 250 licenses, and that was eventually shut down by the state of Missouri as well. Now, you can certainly use one of these companies to obtain an out-of-state dealer license. In fact, I think Idaho and Wisconsin are the only two states that still allow out-of-state residents to hold a wholesale license. But I'm going to guarantee you right now, if you're driving around the state of Georgia with an Ohio deal, or excuse me, an Idaho dealer license or a Wisconsin dealer license plate, uh, you're, you're probably going to get pulled over. You're going to have some questions by law enforcement. Like I said, it's not illegal, to my knowledge, but you're going to become a blip on law enforcement radar. So you can certainly obtain an out-of-state wholesale license, but you're really going to be extremely limited on what you can do with that. So, you know, you can uh, – I, I do want you to be aware, when you rent one of these licenses, like from an out-of-state company that's got offices in Idaho or Wisconsin – a lot of folks do this with the sole intent to get into dealer auctions and think they're going to buy vehicles wholesale and then mark them up and sell them to other dealers. Because remember, a wholesale license only allows you to um, actually sell vehicles to other dealers. Now, as I earlier stated, you can only have a wholesale license and sell vehicles to other dealers. So if you hold a wholesale license and you sell a vehicle to a person that does not have a dealer's license, you're probably going to get your license suspended or possibly revoked. At minimum, you'll receive a substantial fine if you got a wholesale license and you sell to somebody that does not have a dealer's license. The state of Georgia specifically is very stringent about this. Okay, now if you're in these other states, a wholesale dealer license will allow you to get into a dealer auction, but you cannot sell vehicles, say for example, to your family members. And I've gotten calls from persons that say they want to get a dealer license just to sell vehicles to their immediate family members, which is not allowed in with a wholesale license. 
Now, I'm not knocking wholesale licenses at all, but they do have limitations. And there are a handful of dealers out there that make a great living with wholesale licenses. But there are many, many, many more that have a retail license that are truly making large amounts of money. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. You know, I also want you to be aware if you get a wholesale license in another state to buy vehicles at dealer auctions and to sell them to other dealers, I want you to think about that scenario. When you get into dealer auctions, you're going to quickly learn that wholesale dealer auctions accurately track their sales data and give that sales data to all licensed motor vehicle dealers. So, for example, Mannheim, the largest dealer auction company in the world, they're based you know, right here in Atlanta, they're right, right here at Georgia Company, uh, a division of Cox Automotive. Mannheim has a, a program called Mannheim Market Report. It's MMR. And when you get your dealer license, you're definitely going to be very, very aware of this program. This is a free program that's available to every licensed dealer to show the exact wholesale selling prices of a vehicle after every single dealer auction. So what I'm getting at, if you think you're going to go buy vehicles at dealer auctions, mark the prices up, then sell those vehicles to other licensed dealers using an out-of-state wholesale license, you might think again. So think about this for a moment. Let's say you buy a 2010 Chevy Cavalier for $4,000 and you mark it up to $4,500. And by the way, the markup on wholesale is much, much lower than retail. For example, if I buy a vehicle at a dealer auction for $4,000, I guarantee you I'm going to be marking it up to you know, three dollars to $4,000 on the retail lot. But you know, we'll talk about retail markups here in a moment. Let's, stay, let's stick to the wholesale side for just a few moments. So let's say you buy that vehicle at a dealer auction for $4,000, you mark it up to $4,500. Well, the first thing that you're going to have to do is market that to other wholesale dealers. Now, how are you going to do that? This is something you need to think about. How are you going to let them know about that vehicle that you got for sale? More importantly, why is that other dealer going to pay you more for a vehicle that they can buy at the same wholesale price next week at that same dealer auction? Think about this. A licensed motor vehicle dealer is going to have MMR. They're going to know exactly what you paid for that at last week's dealer auction. Why are they going to pay you a marked-up price when they can buy that same vehicle for the price that you paid at next week's dealer auction? So I want you to really think about this. Why is that other dealer going to pay you a markup when that other dealer can buy straight from the dealer auction just like you at the same price you are? This process is not a blueprint for success. Although obtaining a wholesale license from another state may sound attractive, and you might think that you're going to buy vehicles at wholesale and sell them above wholesale to other dealers, but you might think again. Now, if you say, for example, have access to maybe an unlimited supply of vehicles that no one else has access to, and you want to sell them the acquired dealers through dealer auctions, that could be quite profitable, but I do not see that being the norm. The biggest advantage to a wholesale license is you know, that you're not required to have a lot But you are going to have to abide by an out-of-state's wholesale license rules because, as I stated, the state of Georgia does not have a wholesale license. We have what's called a broker's license, which I'm going to talk about here in just a few moments. Okay, so do keep that in mind. So if you are going to go for one of these out-of-state rental wholesale companies where you you, you get your Idaho dealer plate and you're using that in the state of Georgia, you can certainly do that. But I'm not going to recommend that. I'm going to recommend that you either get a full retail motor vehicle dealer license in the state of Georgia, or a retail license with a broker endorsement. So let's talk about the advantage and differences between these two licenses in the state of Georgia right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. The greatest thing about having a retail dealer license is you can sell vehicles to absolutely anyone. You can sell vehicles to other dealers. You can sell vehicles to the general public. You can sell vehicles to your family members. And the state will allow you to buy a vehicle at a dealer auction and keep it as your personal vehicle, but you're going to have to pay your title at Valorum tax on that. Okay, so if you're buying vehicles at dealer auctions, you do have to pay your sales tax if you're going to keep that for a 
for a personal vehicle. Now, no matter what, when you're obtaining your license with a retail, you're going to have to have a display area if you're having a full retail license. We'll talk about a broker license in a moment that doesn't require that. But each, you know, the state wants to make sure that you have room for the vehicles of the type that you're selling. So let's say you're selling motorcycles. Well, they want you to have spaces that are large enough to sell motorcycles. If you're selling motor vehicles, they want you to have spaces that are large enough to sell motor vehicles. If you're selling RVs or semi-trucks, then the state of Georgia wants you to make sure that your spaces will hold RVs or semi-trucks. So do please keep that in mind. And with that being said, you know, the state is going to require that your display lot is the same address as your building. So the state uh, law is very specific. Your lot needs to be the same uh, the same address as your building. Now, I do want you to be aware the state of Georgia does actually allow a dealer's license at your home residence, but this is not the norm. And let me talk about this for just a moment, okay? Because it's not the norm. If you live in an area with some real loose zoning laws or no zoning at all, you might be able to have a dealer license at your home residence, but it cannot be in the same building you're sleeping in, okay? It's got to be a separate structure, so if you have a dealer's license in the state of Georgia, number one, you've got to meet local zoning. How do you find out local zoning? You can call your city hall or county courthouse and tell them the address you want to have your dealer's license at, even if it is your home residence, and they'll look up zoning and they'll say either yes, you can have a dealer's license at that location, or absolutely no, you cannot have a dealer's license there. So the state law is very specific. All Georgia dealers must meet local zoning. You have to be zoned correctly. Now, if you do live in maybe a commercial area in a city or if you live in a rural area that has some real loose zoning laws or no zoning laws, you might be able to get a dealer license at your home property, but the license has to be in a separate building than your residence. So I want you to be really, really aware of that. And if you live in a city in the state, uh, you know, no zoning law is going to allow you to have a lot assigned and allow significant foot traffic. So do please keep that in mind. This might work for you if you're in a rural area or if you don't have zoning laws. But no matter what, you've got to meet those local zoning laws. Your location has to be zoned to have a dealer's license. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I am a big believer that a retail license is the way to go. I always recommend obtaining a retail license over an out-of-state wholesale license. With a wholesale license, you can only sell vehicles to other dealers, like I said, which really limits your markets. And as I said later, if you're going to buy vehicles at dealer auctions and mark them up to sell them to other dealers, you need to think again because dealers are smart and they know wholesale prices and you're going to have to convince them to buy from you at a markup instead of buying a vehicle at the same price that you paid directly from that dealer auction. Okay, so with that being said, a retail license, with a retail license, the world is your market. Anyone that can drive a vehicle is a potential customer. Whether the customer is driving by your lot, stops in and purchases a vehicle, or maybe you have someone that lives miles or even hundreds of miles away and found your vehicle on the internet, and that's exactly the vehicle they want, or maybe you will explore the lucrative world of vehicle exports, where you can sell vehicles to persons in other countries. Now, I want, you, I want to talk about something here, because I, I speak to potential entrepreneurs all the time that state that they want to get a dealer's license, they want to get in a dealer auctions, but they don't want to go to the expense of finding a lot in, a, in order to obtain a retail license. And they're missing out on an incredible business, on an incredible lucrative opportunity because having a dealer's license is truly the world's greatest business. And when you see what vehicles are selling for at a dealer auction and what you can sell them for on the lot, I think you're going to wish you'd gotten your dealer's license many, many years ago. My philosophy has always been to buy a vehicle at a dealer auction. And I'm normally, I'm normally going to mark that vehicle up about 3500 to 4000 over a wholesale and then be ready to negotiate aggressively. However, you're going to be amazed at the number of people that will actually write you a check for your full asking price without negotiating. And this is not the norm. 
But those customers are out there. And I found a major negotiating starting point for many customers. They'll offer you, say, for example, $500 under your asking price and expect you to come back with a $250 counter offer. And even in this scenario, think about this. If you mark that vehicle up $3,500 from wholesale, dropped it down $250 off the price, you still made a $3,250 profit on that vehicle. Now, you may not make this much on all your sales, and on some sales, you might only profit $1,000 or less in some scenarios. But you should be able to rent a location in a high-traffic location for, you know, seven, eight, maybe $900 a month. And I think that's still on the high end of that. You know, if you're in a metro, uh, you know, if you're in Buckhead uh, in Atlanta or a midtown or something like that, I mean, obviously that could cost you a little bit more. But if you're out in a rural area or, say, for example, you're, you're in Macon, you're in Valdosta, you're in Augusta, Columbus, I bet you you're going to be able to find a good location between six and $800 a month. And you should be able to pay rent on most of those locations with one low markup sale a month. So let's say let's say you only sell 10 vehicles a month. Then in this scenario, nine of the vehicles you sold would be pure profit. And, you know, so nine of those vehicles you sold would be pure profit. If you did not have a lot, then you would have not seen the profit on those nine vehicles that you have sold. Remember, we're selling one vehicle to pay our rent, and the other nine vehicles are for profit. If you didn't have a lot that you were paying rent on, then you would have missed out on all the profits of selling those nine vehicles. So as with any business, you have to invest in yourself to make money. No one achieves the American dream without hard work and taking a risk that will reward you. This is the world's greatest business. And a final type of license that I really believe is one of the greatest dealer licenses in the United States is a Georgia broker license. Let's talk about that right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So in the state of Georgia, there are basically two types of used motor vehicle licenses. There's a used motor vehicle dealer license that requires you to have a location with a lot. And there's a used motor vehicle dealer license with a broker endorsement that allows you to have a location without a lot. The only two differences in this, these licenses are a broker does not have to have a lot. And I tell you what, this is a great, great way to get your foot in the door. So with a broker's license, you've got to have a location that meets local zoning. There are so many companies out there that cater to renting offices to Georgia used motor vehicle dealer brokers. You can go to Google, type in Georgia broker rental office or Georgia dealer broker office. There are companies throughout the entire state, from Valdosta to Atlanta, from, from Columbus to Augusta, Macon. There are companies all over that have several brokers operating out of the same building, and they can help you meet your compliance by having one of these offices. Now, let's talk about this. You don't have to have a lot. The biggest advantage to this is this allows you to get your foot in the door and you're able to get into dealer auctions. But the great thing about having a broker license, that's still technically a retail license. So you can sell vehicles to either a person with a dealer's license or a person without a dealer's license. So the world is your market with a broker's license. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, although this does allow you to get into the business with less cost, and I've seen companies in the Atlanta metro that are renting an office for $275 a month. $275 a month to get yourself into the dealer auctions, to buy vehicles at wholesale and sell them retail is insanely cheap to get into this business. Now, there's one disadvantage to this. Okay, number one, you're going to have to market your vehicles because you don't have a lot that someone's going to just drive by and, and see a vehicle they like and buy it from you. You're going to have to remember, you're going to have to market these vehicles, whether you're marketing them on Marketplace, Craigslist, Auto Trader, 
or something like that, Blue Book. You know, you can definitely uh, market your vehicles. But that's one thing about it. And I also want you to be aware you're going to have to store the vehicles that you hold for sale. So maybe you have one or two vehicles at your home that you've got for sale. You can't have sales activity at your home. All sales activity has to take place at your license location only. And this, this applies whether you are a full retail dealer with a lot or a dealer broker that doesn't have a lot. So let's say you're a broker and you got some car for sale on Auto Trader, and someone contacts you and says, hey, I want to take a look at that. Okay, that's great. Well, you can't just have them meet you at your home. That would be against the law. And I'll talk about that if you take our training class. You're going to have to meet them at your office. So you're going to go to the office and meet them at your office. And obviously, you, you know, you'll pull up to the parking lot in that vehicle that you're trying to sell. Now, are you just going to allow that person to jump into your car and take off on a test drive? No, absolutely not. You want to get them into your office, and you want to get their copy a copy of their driver's license and their proof of insurance. Very, very important that you do this. So I'm going to discuss this a little bit more if you do take the training class. By the way, my name is Dallas Johnson. I'll be giving that training class. Go to georgiadealer.com, click on class schedule, and I give training all over the state. So I'll come to you and give your training class, basically. So go to georgiadealer.com, click on class schedule. So when you meet someone in your license location, you're going to go in and you're going to get a copy of their driver's license and their proof of insurance. Because First of all, that driver's license is going to show who has your vehicle that's taking an offer a test drive. And believe it or not, believe it or not, I talked to a Yamaha dealer once that had a young man come in to take a test drive. He got a copy of his driver's license, and the young man stole that motorcycle. So that dealer I talked to, he just called the cops. Cops went and got his, a copy of his driver's license, drove right over to the guy's house, and there's that stolen motorcycle. I don't think, I don't think most thieves are that, uh, you know, unintelligent. <laughs> But, but you want to know who's got your vehicle. You also want to make sure they have insurance. Now, we're going to talk about insurance guidelines when you come take your dealer training class. But with that being said, you know, you've got to make sure that person has their own coverage. Because the, And if I see them drive into my office area and I ask them for proof of insurance and they say, oh, well, I don't have proof of insurance. Well, they're breaking the law because the state of Georgia requires every vehicle being driven on any Georgia roadway to be insured. So if I see someone drive up, you know, in their vehicle, and they and and I ask for their proof of insurance, and they want to drive my demo, and they can't, they don't have any insurance. They're not, they're not driving my demos. They're driving illegally already. They've got no insurance. They're not driving my demo. Now that that demo is going to be covered under your dealer insurance, which we'll talk about in your dealer training class. But if they go out and wreck your demo into another vehicle, and they don't have insurance, guess whose insurance is going to pay for it? Your dealer insurance will pay for that. And guess what's going to happen to your rates? However, if they have insurance and they wreck your demo, then I'm going to be handing that insurance, that copy of their insurance card over to my dealer insurance agent so my insurance agent can go after their insurance agent and get a claim on their insurance policy, and that's going to keep my rates down. There, believe it or not, there are most liability policies, even if your customer has bare-bones liability, many liability insurance policies will cover a dealer test drive. A lot of folks don't know this, but many dealer, many liability coverages for your consumers that are driving your demos, even if they only have bare bones liability on their car, their insurance company may cover a dealer collision if they're doing a demo. So do please keep that in mind. So you want to make sure that you got a copy of their driver's license and also a copy of their photograph ID. Now this applies whether you are a broker without a lot or even on the lot. If you've got a retail license with a lot, if a customer drives on the lot and wants to drive one of my demos, the first thing I'm asking for is, hey, great, come on into the office. Let me get a copy of your driver's license and your uh, proof of insurance, whether you have a lot or not. Do please keep that in mind. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, like I said, a broker's license is a great, great way to get your foot into the door. It gets you into not only the Georgia dealer auctions, but with your official dealer's license, you can get into every dealer auction in the United States. 
you can take your dealer license and go up into the dealer auctions in Canada, and there's even a couple of of them in Mexico. So you can take your Georgia dealer's license and go into every dealer auction in North America. So so you'll you'll need to decide. I'm always going to recommend against renting some out-of-state wholesale dealer license. I think for the cost that you're incurring on that, you know, if you want to get in bare bones minimum financial outlay, then I'm going to recommend starting with a broker's license. Many brokers start with a broker license and just a little office somewhere that they're renting. They get into the dealer auctions. They realize the 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 profit potential and many, many dealers will go from a broker to a full retail. So you might want to go find a place with a lot later on because the state just requires you have space for vehicles that you're selling. If you do have a lot, uh, there's not a lot of strict requirements on that. But uh, we can certainly guide you on that transaction later on uh, as well if you want to upgrade from a broker license to a full retail license. Now, if you want to go ahead and get a full retail license, I'm always going to encourage you to do that as well with a lot. There's a lot of locations out there. If you can't find a location... You know, you can always check Property Shark. You can go to LoopNet. You can uh, hook up with a realtor, check Craigslist for locations. But my best advice for you, whether you're going to find, you know, an office for your broker's license or if you want to get a full retail license with a lot, drive around your area, burn a couple of tanks of gas. You know, if you've got a job, uh, you know, which you won't have after you get your dealer's license because you're probably going to retire from your job and become a full-time dealer because of the profit potential. But with that being said, if you currently have a job, you know, drive different routes to work and back and find locations. Just the main goal that I've got to stress with you, and I'm going to really stress this in your dealer training class as well, is you have to make sure that location is zoned to have a dealer's license. So you can call your city hall, county courthouse, ask for planning and zoning, tell them the address that you want to have your license, and you've got to make sure it meets local zoning. And now that's an important prospect. Uh, that's important. Let me try that one more time. That's an important part of this um, licensing process because I've literally talked to a gentleman once that bought real estate thinking he was going to have a dealer's license at an old building that was going to, that used to be a car repair facility, and the zoning didn't allow him. They had grandfathered that old repair facility in. They changed the law so they wouldn't allow him to get a dealer's license at a facility that he purchased to get a dealer's license. So make sure that the property that you want to use meets local zoning before you ever you know sign a rental agreement or buy a property. Do please keep that in mind. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I really hope that you found this podcast uh, advantageous and beneficial for yourself. If you did, please share it with your friends that you think that might uh, find this uh, beneficial as well. Once again, my name is Dallas Johnson. I give the training classes to get your license. And not only do we give that four-hour training class in Atlanta, we're right next to the airport. Uh, our office is in Midtown, but we give the classes right next to the airport in College Park at the Spring Hill Suites, uh, right right next to the airport. And it's right in College Park. So right off the interstate there, we also give classes in Augusta, Columbus, Savannah, and Macon. And for our friends down south end of the state, we give them in Valdosta. You can go to georgiadealer.com and just click on class schedule to find that class schedule. So regardless of the license you get, the state does require that you take that training class. And my name is Dallas Johnson. I look forward to meeting you and I look forward to helping you get in this industry. I'm going to be giving your class. Uh, if you do decide to choose us as your dealer license training partner, I would certainly be very appreciative of that. So you can find a location at class at the class scheduling, or just click the blue sign up button there when you are ready to enroll in your dealer training class. And I really do believe this business is going to change your life. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And I want to wish you the very, very best of luck with your new business. Now go for it. You are listening to the dealer training podcast with Dallas Johnson.